Hi, this is Andretta. You may be wondering, what are all these reruns about? I wanted to pop in and assure you that we are growing and are taking a moment to rebrand our podcast to make it better for you, our listeners. If you are new to our podcast, you'll get to hear some of our most popular episodes, but we will return with a new approach, new guests, new segments, September 1st. So be sure to stay tuned and check us out. We will share real life stories of women who have successfully changed their health. If you're one of those women, please send your story to Andretta at brownwomenwellness.com. Again, that's Andretta, A-N-D-R-E-T-T-A at brownwomenwellness.com. We would love to hear your story of how you overcame any health challenges recently. Thank you so much. Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast. I'm Andretta. And I'm Akila, And we're your hosts. Well, honestly, what is this podcast all about? Our show is about women doing better tomorrow than they are doing today so we can take control of our health. We give you real talk and educate you on all things related to health, mental wellness, and nutrition for brown women all over the world. Once you know what choices you have, you can do better because we know the struggle is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Well, hello, Akila. How are you today? Excellent, Andrea. How are you? How's your week? So far, so good. Been pretty busy. Can't complain. Can't complain. I say that pretty much every week because what good does it do to complain? Like okay, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying this week so far. How about you? I am too. Uh, we are. I feel like we're getting toward the end of the year. It's coming. I feel like it is. I mean, it's almost Thanksgiving here. Uh, we by the time we they by the time this episode this, comes out, it should be already past Thanksgiving. Absolutely. So it's actually we are toward the end of uh, 2020, and I think everybody wants 2020 to end. From what I'm hearing, I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to pack this one up. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. we've seen enough. We've done enough, yeah. or not done anything. And uh, yeah, we'll see. So, uh, what are we loving this week? Well, for me, I have uh, been loving this uh, website, and it's called Therapy for Black Girls, okay? Okay. Uh, And I'll have it in the description uh, box below. But Therapy for Black Girls is a hub um, that's ran by a, um, I believe she is a, not a psychiatrist, but a a therapist, um, where you can find, according to your state, a therapist. Hmm. Um, these therapists, uh, I don't think, I don't know if they're all black therapists, so don't get me uh, wrong on that. I want to say the majority of them are, but it's geared towards finding therapy for black women. And you can do this right online? You can go to therapyforblackgirls.com or yeah, therapyforblackwomen.com. And I'll have, like I said, that linked below. And then you can put in your state and then there's a list of all available uh, therapists that are registered to that site. Not even if you're registered to that site, just period. Is it free? It's free. It's absolutely free. So, um, and then there are a lot of people on there who do sliding scales. There are people who do pro bono. So it's not one of those things where you think it's going to come with a heavy price tag with that therapist. There are, it's made for flexible therapy. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. I can't yeah, wait I actually to, found uh, a therapist on there for, uh, personally. So okay. it's okay. a great resource okay. uh, for you guys to have. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm really loving that. Okay. Uh, what I'm loving this week is this app I found called Breath Work. And it's spelled B-R-E-A-T-H-W-R-K. 
Uh, the work is not spelled as W-O-R-K, but I'll have the link in the show notes. But what this app does is, you know, we take breathing for granted. <laughs> Little did I know that most of us, when we are feeling a little anxious, the first thing we sometimes would do is take a breath. And usually we'll use our mouth to breathe. We'll take a deep breath with our mouth. But did you know that if you use and take a deep breath with your nose instead, it can make a tremendous difference in keeping you calm and keeping your anxiety down. Or just even if you need to take a moment to think, you know, sometimes people we think so fast, we move so fast. Mm-hmm. And and uh, if we just take a nice deep breath and before we speak, uh, we may find that we have something more important to say. So this app kind of guides you a little bit. They got... Um, You'll see something on there for helping you to sleep, breathing on how to sleep, breathing for calming, breathing for your anxiety. They have, there are, I did not know this, there are like 30 to 40 different ways you can breathe. Wow. Yeah, we take it for granted, you know? So that's what I'm loving this week. I'm loving this app called Breathwork, and uh, we'll have it in the show notes. Feeling stressed? Need to calm your anxiety naturally? Be Well CBD Tea can do just that. Hand-picked organic herbs infused with CBD will relax you and calm those nerves. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get your 15% off. Use this code WELLHONEST15. Okay, so today's podcast, we're going to actually go to our private Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, If you... Uh, are not in our group or want to be a part of our group, go to Facebook and, and just put in Brown Women Wellness. We have a group. Now, we make sure you go to the group and not the page mm-hmm. because there's a page there as well. But we have a very active group. And uh, I decided that we would do some take some of those questions from that group. And we're going to talk about that, those questions on today's episode. Right. So let's get started. Let's go to the first question. The first question is... What is thermography and how does it differ from a mammogram? Now, let me tell you where that came from. I was bold enough to post my breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I what, po- what they call? I call them uh, breasts. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was bold enough to post those babies on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and and we didn't get kicked off either. <laughs> Listen, because that's the next step. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my God. But it's actually my uh, thermography picture of my breast. So it's a little distorted. It shows a lot of color. So it's not like the boobs are just out there. Well, let's not get all, that confused. See, But what I did was I posted this picture. I went to... Uh, the the thermologist uh, about maybe a month ago, and the, the, after I did so, I got we there were so many questions in the group about what is this, what does it do, what are you doing, Andretta? You're always doing something. What is this? And when I posted the picture with the results, the page almost blew up. So I thought we talk make that the first question, like what is tomography and how is it different from mammogram? Because uh, ironically, I did go in October, which was Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and they were actually giving, uh, uh, they had, uh, I think, $25 off. So uh, let me tell you my little experience. I discovered thermography on an airplane. Hmm. I was sitting next to a doctor. Uh, this has been about five years ago. You would be sitting <laughs> next to a doctor. I was, and she had this little briefcase on her lap, and 
we just started conversating and I asked her and she said, we was talking about breast cancer and how it would affect black women because uh, she go, she was a doctor that went all over the country with this little briefcase, this machine, which was a thermography machine inside a briefcase. Mm. And uh, she said that black women usually when they get breast cancer is triple negative and it, it, it's a death sentence. Triple negative is not good. No, it's not. And she was talking about how passionate she was and how most people don't even know anything about thermography. And she was talking about mammograms. She said, she told me, she said, Andretta, did you know that by the time a woman goes and get a mammogram, she already has cancer. Mammograms Mm. pick up cancer when you have it already. Uh, It's not a preventive method. It's more of you go there, you know, they tell us to go every year. And and here's the other kicker. You know, you're getting radiation. One of the causes of cancer is radiation. Mm -hmm. So here they were telling women to go get mammograms every year, a.k.a. radiation. And I can't tell you how many women I know who discovered they had cancer or a lump in their breast after the mammogram. Mm -hmm. And she explained to me the reason for that. She said the machine is actually, if you... Keela, you haven't had a mammogram yet. I haven't. But uh, I'm sure I'm, that there are thousands of listeners out there that have had one. Mm-hmm. It is one of the most uncomfortable things you'll ever have. They squeeze them puppies to death, <laughs> okay? <laughs> they put them puppies between two little, uh, this this iron machine, and they squeeze them to death Ugh. while you stand there with your arm all raised up in the air, Ugh. and then they're taking pictures from every rich direction, okay? Mm-hmm. So what she told me was, she said, Andretta, if a person does have signs of uh, breast cancer, by the time they squeeze you to death, that little lump, you they most people discover the little lump right after the mammogram because they have been squeezed to death. Mm. And she said, and she I said she said, so there is an alternative, but of course, you know, big pharma and the big medicine companies don't want us to know about it because they have invested so much money into these mammogram machines. These machines have spent, they got machines in every doctor's office that you could go to. Mm-hmm. And they cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Plus, don't forget the insurance companies are making money, you know, uh, every time you get a mammogram. Yep. So she said, the mammography is different. All it is is infrared lights. It's infrared lights that can go through your skin and detect cancer at the time that it's even being thought of. She showed me, she showed me, and if anybody wants to go to our page, you can see it. Just go to our search bar and put in thermography. You'll see the difference between when it's discovered through thermography as opposed to when it's discovered through the mammogram. It's like a, it's like the difference between a golf ball and the size of a pinhead. Thermography can actually catch it at the size of a pinhead. That's deep. Okay. So you can, so if you caught that at that time, it gives you a chance to simply change it with your nutrition. Mm. Your nutrition can change it and you will never develop into full-blown cancer. So when I was told that, I was like, well, how come nobody knows about this? Right. <laughs> you know, why are we standing in line every year and and getting these uh, mammograms when we have this little simple technique? So I decided to go and get my first uh, thermography exam. Now, is it expensive? This is the killer part. And and, and and it's so funny because the people on my Facebook group, they couldn't believe it when I said they thought they thought I left some zeros off. <laughs> At the time that I went, they were doing a special. It was $195. Say that one more time. $195. Not a thousand? 
one nine five, and then Listen. that was the that was the October surprise uh, coupon cost. Now it's two hundred and twenty five dollars on a regular basis. Let me tell you, y'all spend y'all is me, yeah. me and y'all. Yes. We spend that on BS. Yes, yes, like daily. Yes, yes. So I mean, and then here was the killing part. When I got my, uh, it took me all of maybe thirty minutes to get it done. Um, I think the most uncomfortable part of the whole process was putting my hand in some cold water. For some reason, they have you put your hand in cold ice water while they take your uh, picture. Hmm. But she takes a picture in a in a cold room. That was the only uncomfortable part. Was standing in the cold. It, room. it took about ten minutes. So listen, and 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 the thing is, this this is the thing that blows me away. Even if you don't have any insurance, you can do two hundred and some odd dollars. And get that done. So you don't even have to like do a claim and wait and be worried about if your insurance is going to cover it. If you have to save that money, you save it. But if you have it, you can just go and get it done. And that's the killing part. That's what the women kept asking me when I said one ninety five. They kept saying, "You mean one hundred and ninety five thousand or nineteen thousand? Right. I was like, or no. five payments oh, of one hundred ninety five. Right. I was like, no. It was one ninety five. So that was that was my discovery of the year. And so uh, I, I, and here's the other thing, false negatives are very rare. They get a lot of false negatives with mammograms, okay? Explain what a false, false negative False negative is. means that you, um, they, they can't see and tell through your tissue. You, it may tell you that you have cancer and you really don't have it. Mm. So uh, there are a lot of misdiagnosed people out here running around. I know a woman that actually had chemo and then found that she never had cancer. What? Yes. Yes, all from that false negative. There was a doctor, I think if I recall, this was on the news, that was arrested for giving all of these... I remember hearing yeah, about that. he was arrested because you would go to him and he would... Because he was making money from insurance. He would tell you that you had cancer, cancer and knowing you, that you did. Exactly. Getting the money from you going through chemo. Yes, yes. Even though you... Yes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so all false, I'm gonna say right so, there. So you can't get that with a thermography because again, this infrared light, it will identify breast cancer long before it becomes cancer. So what we'll do is we'll have um a, a link, link yes. in the show notes yes. that will direct you to because it doesn't matter what state you live in, yes. uh, they no, offer it everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah, there was a particular machine that hit the, the when I took it uh, in October um, the machine that they used was actually the latest and the greatest so there's a website called thermoscan.com which again we'll have it in, in the uh, show notes where you can go and find a doctor that uses that particular machine okay okay because you know like sometimes some doctors don't update their machines but this one that I went to this machine is the latest and the greatest All right, okay well- I, that is amazing. Yeah, I, I, that, I again, that was one of the number one questions in our Facebook group this year, and uh, wow. it's the comments that, that we just received. Blew me away. Yeah, it's 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 deep. It's deep. Wow. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go into our next question. What are the best eggs to buy, and what is the difference exactly? Okay, let me tell you where that question came from. So you know how I like to sneak in Whole Foods, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> so one day I was in Whole Foods and I was at the, you know, opened up the egg area, you know, the egg carton area. And I was amazed at how many <laughs> eggs there were it's to choose from. So many eggs. So then I decided to film it. I said, I'm going to pull out my camera. I'm going to pull out my um, uh, iPhone. And I decided to film 
me choosing the correct ex. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I had everybody in the store started to come over and say, well, I thought I was buying the best eggs and and so on and so on because I had so many people. I mean, they just said, well, we didn't know that. We didn't know that that wasn't the best egg. So anyway, I decided to uh, make that make that a thing, as mm-hmm. you could say. Okay. So, so egg carton claims can be enough to make your head spin. You know, they got, if you go in there now, you'll see free range, organic, uh, uh, you see these photos of these little fluffy hens relaxing outdoors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, picking up a dozen eggs is not as simple as it used to be. Mm-hmm. So there's so many variety of eggs available, and there's a whole lot of claims on those cartons too. Yeah. I think in one of them you can open actually open up the carton and it tells you that what the hen is saying. There's one. There's one. There's one group. They actually go, "Hello, I'm a hen, and this is where I came from." So there's also some that don't say a word. Those are the ones that are scary. It's just eggs. It's just eggs. They, you know, they usually be in those gray uh, yeah. cartons or those the or cartons the, that squeak. The white plastic cartons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and then I just never knew that when you crack an egg, how mm. different an egg could be on the inside. Yeah. I mean, it could. It'll. it'll I noticed it, that by accident. It, it will actually flip you out a yeah. little bit. <laughs> so we're going to go over some of these eggs, carton claims, and, and uh, you guys uh, be able to start. So we're going to start with, Keila, let's start with organic. So organic eggs, you know, they come from chickens that haven't been given any kind of drugs or hormones to promote growth. Um, they're free from antibiotics and uh, arsenic, which is sometimes used to control parasites in non-organic birds. So organic hens, they um, they also must be fed a certain type of organic grain. And so that this ensures that the grain um, uh, the grain is non-GMO and it comes from an organic seed uh, that is only used for organic growth methods. So basically... You need to be getting organic eggs um, or or make that uh, a priority over other eggs uh, because we don't want any kind of GMO and any kind of issues inside of our eggs. And I'm sure, I'm sure of this now. All black people eat eggs. <laughs> There's yeah. a couple people I know that don't like eggs. I'm like, you are an anomaly. But everybody <laughs> loves eggs. Yeah. And then, so, and now GMO, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have a whole segment on GMO. And in case you don't know what a GMO is, it's a genetically modified uh, organism that mm-hmm. is actually grown in a lab. So you're eating a lab. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. eating. You know, all our made corn, of egg. our corn and our soy. Uh, um, I think they say now we are up to like ninety five percent of all corn and soy is coming is made in a lab because uh, the farmers use it to feed. Uh, this is what they're feeding these chickens with, um, and that's what that that GMO comes from. So the next one is pastured. I know I never thought about a bird being I thought all birds were pastured. I, I thought mean, so too. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that um you could be unpastured, but <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> but we found out that um there are claims of uh, you have to put pasture in there because um birds have to go outside, but uh sometimes they don't. Yeah. So pasture birds spend their time on dirt or grass. They usually live in bigger barns with big doors to the outside so they can easily come and go as they please. Which I think a chicken should do that, don't I you? I would think that that would be the whole point <laughs> of being an animal is to roam. Okay. But, but you'd be surprised. Yeah, I saw some pictures of some chickens in some cages and they looked like they were pretty miserable. Honey, listen, we're not going to go down there, that slippery slope. <laughs> but just know you want your eggs to move like you do. 
okay. freely about the Outside, cabin. Get okay. some fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got those vegetarian fed eggs. Um, uh, I, they call them omnivores. Uh, Omnivore uh, eggs? Uh, uh, hen? I don't know. They said mm. that uh, it consists of, well, generally vegetarian, they eat a lot of soybean meal and mm, corn. Mm. So it's so not that's necessarily not really vegetarian. Good. That's not it's really not. vegetarian to me. It's not. But on I think on the label of the eggs, they'll say veget. I've seen those eggs that say vegetarian I fed, and you think they say, "Hey, that must be a good egg, right?" right. That's the way to go. <laughs> not necessarily true. Uh, from what I understand, those foods that they feed are high uh, in levels of some type of methanine, which is a poison. So the egg producers, right, they switched uh, to the vegetarian eggs. I'm sorry, they switched to a vegetarian feed, which usually, like you said, consists of corn and soybean meal. Um, The problem, though, is that the chickens are not vegetarians. As a matter of fact, um, uh, chickens uh, low-key are fed themselves uh, (laughs) in these barns. Well, they like bugs, Uh, too. And so so they're, they're omnivores, and when they're left to their own devices, you know, they scratch at the ground to find small bugs and animals and wild seeds and worms and and all that jazz. Um, And so uh, you don't really want to put in your body a chicken that eats its own kind. Yeah, because they right? pay, yeah, and they and because they, the birds be stressed, stressed out. Yeah, so you eating a stressed out bird, Keila. The birds that, listen, <laughs> they're so stressed. They look stressed and they sound stressed. If you look at these documentaries that show you how these animals are kept in these these factory-producing farms, the, the animals so fat, they can barely stand up on their legs. Yeah. It's, it's Stressed it's, out. It's crazy. Uh, you know, again, they say you are what you eat, but it's really you are what you eat, eat. Yeah, what, okay. the, what that animal <laughs> right, eats. Right, right. That's For what real. it really is. So then there's this other one called cage-free, which I thought cage free would be the same thing as uh, a vegetarian food. Uh, I don't know pasture I would think yeah, pasture I thought so too. yeah you would think pasture and cage free but it's pretty straightforward they say the birds just aren't kept in cages imagine that you you, you have to tell us that it's cage free <laughs> so that we know that yes. it's not in a cage versus yes. Uh, what was the other one? Pasture. Uh, pasture. Right. That is roaming out in the world, But right? can't you see why everybody's so confused uh, about what I'm eggs are? I lost my train of <laughs> okay. thought talking about this. And then you got this last one called Free Range. Now, that sounds like a chicken resort. <laughs> free range chicken. A That's chicken a chicken resort. resort. These are easy it's breezy chickens. You know they roaming around. But uh, the USDA definition of free free range eggs is pretty broad. They say is producers must demonstrate to the agency that the poultry has been allowed access to the outside. That's free range. Sounds again like pasture, doesn't it? Yeah, it all they sounds all, the same. They all sound the same. Then let's go through them quickly. Antibiotic free. Yeah. I mean, similar to hormone-free, um, they say only three antibiotics are approved for egg-laying hens, but most never receive antibiotics. But if they're sick, they're given antibiotics, okay, just like okay, humans okay, are. Okay, okay, wait, 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 Okay, wait, wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. So antibiotic-free um, is similar to hormone-free, but the USDA has only allowed three types of antibiotics to be fed to the chicken. Mm-hmm. Yep. What... 
are listen. Just are these to- antibiotics that we get when we go to the dentist, or if we, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I'm scared to ask because if they're giving the chicken antibiotics, it's no telling what kind. But you know, the antibiotics is a problem because you remember a lot of people now when they really need antibiotics, they don't work. Well, because, your body is resistant. To yeah, it now because they've been giving them because you've been eating so many eggs and the chickens are antibiotics. Wait a minute, free. I just, that's just an aha moment. <laughs> yes, that is that makes sense. Could it be that? These uh, chickens that we're eating and these eggs that we're eating have all this antibiotic pumped into them so that when we fall ill, they have to give us these strong, super, we get the super, super duper antibiotics. antibiotics. Or yes. you can't, antibiotics don't even work. Or you they think don't you, work. Or you think you're allergic or yes. it's just don't work. It's because you're getting it through the chicken. And you get, every day. And you're getting it, not only, well, other animals too. Uh, that but, too. Uh, but so that's why organic eggs are better because they're antibiotic free. Okay, so then we have, the, then you see on the label where it says no added hormones. So according to the USDA, though, all commercial eggs are hormone free. According, uh, quote According unquote. to them, yeah. They say that egg-laying hens don't get hormones, but, you know, that's what they say. So I know me and you, you put me onto these eggs. There are a particular brand of egg that we like to get. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one main one that we really like, but there's like two or three that are mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. One of them comes from Whole Foods. I Listen, don't get me to lying about the name of it right now, but I will have a link to yes. what those eggs are yes. in the show notes. We'll put them in the show notes so they'll know because so here's the most dangerous one of them all, the very last one, the ones that just say natural. Now, come on, let's talk about natural. Yeah. Natural could mean anything. Anything. I mean, no artificial ingredients, added colors. I mean, all eggs. I mean, I'm pro- natural, but I got dye I in think, my head right now. So <laughs> what are we saying? And I think all eggs are natural by definition. <laughs> so, uh. so the ones that say, you know, these eggs are natural, you would think, okay. But that has no bearing on what they were raised, how they were raised, or what they were fed. No mm-hmm. wonder everybody is so confused about what eggs to buy. Yeah. I mean, I had a whole following in Whole Foods, about 10 people asking me what eggs to buy after I filmed that. This is also why people just say F it, and they just get whatever they get, <laughs> and it's just like, okay, you yeah. don't really put that yeah. much thought into it, but I know for a fact most of us are eating eggs every day of some sort, whether it's in our pancakes, yep. whether it's scrambled, yep. whether it's whatever, it's it's there. Um, We actually did a, a thing, and we recorded a video basically showing you guys what we're talking about in video form. Uh, if you go and, and and go to the show notes and click on the link, you guys can get access to that video. Yes, that's true. We did one. We did it. Well, it's raw now. Keep me in it's mind. It's very raw now. We did y'all. it right from our kitchen. Okay. Yeah. It's very, very raw. <laughs> but if you are more of a visual learner, you hear us, but you need to see it, yep. then that, that video is for you. Yep. So anyway, that's it. The bottom line is, what's the best egg? Pastured organic eggs are the best eggs, both for the chickens and for your health. Because these chickens eat an, an, uh, a special diet filled with organic grain, and and uh, they're just happier and healthier <laughs> eggs. I mean, <laughs> so, you are what you eat, eat, eat. Okay. <laughs> let's right. go on to the next question. All right, good. So, let's talk about juicing. Okay. What's yeah. the... Uh, yeah, that's the next question. They Someone said, I would like to start juicing. And what is the best juicer to buy? Keela, I'm going to let you have this one because I know you bought quite a few juicers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm what you call a juice connoisseur. I've been juicing <laughs> for a very long time. Um, It really it depends on your goal. So 
There are two types of juicers. There is a centrifugal. Oh Lord, listen, say the y'all. word right. Centrif- centri- centrifugal, <laughs> centrifugal juicer. We'll have it in the show notes yeah. spelled correctly for you guys in case that's mispronounced. I can never say that word. It's extremely mispronounced. Basically, there is a slow masticating juicer, and then there is a faster um, juicer. The slow masticating juicer, what it does is that it basically takes its time squeezing. It squeezes out the the nutrients in whatever it is that you're juicing. Now, it takes longer, okay, um, because it literally, and it sounds like it's a slow churn, almost like you're churning butter or something like that. Right. Um, the cleanup is a little that bit. That was my question. Yeah. The cleanup is a little bit more intense only because um, it is taking its time to get and ext- extract those nutrients. So you do have to clean a little bit more uh, on these juicers, but the benefits are slightly higher than if you use one of those faster uh, juicers. Um, if I'm being very honest, I don't have time. Correct. So I go with my good old standard Breville fast juice, and I call it a day. Now, when I was coming up in the juicing world, they didn't have the fancier, slower masticating juices that they have now. So there are some out there that cut the time and that are easier to clean. So uh, I might be a little outdated. I just stick to my Breville fast juicer. The fast juicer, you don't miss nutrients really hardly. Um, it, it's a when it says fast instead of squeezing, it's pressurized. So as soon as you put it down the chute, it's pressured out, and that's that. Um, and you're still getting your nutrients, y'all. So don't don't get caught up in the um, don't. Let's not split hairs when it comes to juicing. However you get it is however you get it. And that brings me to this: uh, if you're new to juicing, go get a cheap one. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because if you find yourself not juicing, you know we we always have these expectations. We go and spend. If you spend all this money on a juicer and it just sits over there on the floor. Uh, you're not going to be a happy camper. I say juice is if you if you are just starting out, get an inexpensive one, try it, see how many times and how often you're going to actually use it. I would agree with that to an extent. I, I agree with that. I think that if you know if this is something you've never ever done before, don't go out and get a five hundred dollar juicer. Like yeah, baby step yourself. But if this is something that you've thought about for a while, you've uh, Dibbled and dabbled slightly, whether it's someone else that was juicing for you or you already drink a lot of juice and you just want to do it your own. Go ahead and make a bit more of an investment um, because for me, um, I'm the type, Andretta will tell you, I always like the biggest and the best oh right my away. God. Oh I don't, my God. I don't believe in baby step nothing. <laughs> uh, but listen, don't, so, don't, don't do it her way all the time. But what I'm, <laughs> but what I'm trying to get to is that I may not use my juicer every day, but when I juice, I juice. And I do have a quality juicer. I've had my same, well, I have a couple of juices, but the same fast juicer I've had for the past six years, and it works like a charm. Um, I've never had any issues with that juicer. And I, I've i made that money over, I think that juicer might have been about 300 maybe 400 no more than $400. And I've made that 10 times over at that return. So, um Juicing. What was the question again? So, so she, Look, y'all no, got they, me on a tangent. They wanted to know what the best juicer was, but let yeah. me. Uh, 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 I have. A, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best juicer is already juiced. Yes, <laughs> you yes, know yes. there are many times, and you just don't have time, and you go and reach into the go to Whole Foods, or you can go to your local health food store where they'll juice it for you. Please. Do not get any kind of juice that is made by Pepsi Coca-Cola brand. <laughs> I repeat, do not go and reach for these juices that are made what by these sugar? big 
companies. They're full of sugar. And you'll know it because if you turn it around, it'll tell you who is manufactured by. Nine times out of 10, there is not one single green nutrient (laughs) in that juice. It's all sugar. And on top of that, think about this, right? If it's on the shelf, even if it's in the cold shelf, it has to have some type of shelf life, right? Some of these juicers, they have these long expiration dates. Why do you think that is? It's because it's filled with preservatives. If that's the case, you might as well not even juice. The whole point is to get the nutrients right away. So um, if you're going to go for a store-bought, you need to go for something that has a a mom-and-pop label is what I like to call it. It expires in two days because why? They just juiced it today. So it's going to be bad in the next three days or so. You want to go for those kind of juices. Um, if you're not going to juice yourself. But I highly recommend you guys uh, juice. A lot of people don't like it because they feel like, oh, you know, it takes the fiber out. But you can get your fiber in other 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 ways. You don't you don't juice well, to you, get fiber. And you, you get know, juice. I don't throw my fiber away. I actually, yeah. I sometimes keep that fiber and throw it on a salad. No, I'm throwing it away. But, you know, <laughs> if you want to be fancy like Andretta, people will take the pulp is what it's called. And some people will repur- repurpose their pulp. Um, a lot of people do that because you want to cut down on food waste, and I'm here for that. But for me personally, I, I'm just uh, I just don't do it for whatever reason. Now, if I had education on it on what to actually do it for, I don't really even like salads like that, so I wouldn't do it that way. But there are people who make like uh, brownies; they make little bites and all this other. It's it's a it's a it's a whole. A uh, group out here that will take that pulp and create something. They'll freeze it, all the other kind of stuff. But you know, crawl before you walk on that. Throw the pulp away, child. And and when you find new ways to use the pulp, then you can do that. But there's many, 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 many aspects to juicing that are beneficial. Okay, we're gonna come to our last question. Are you tired of being tired? Are you aching? Have pain in unexplained places? At the root of all diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure and many more is chronic inflammation. There are 10 wildcrafted organic hand-picked herbs in the Be Well Anti-Inflammation Tea that will help calm those flames. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off by putting in the code WELLHONEST15. Okay, we're back. So let's talk about we might as well talk about the big elephant in the room. And it's oh, been the biggest elephant of 2020. Oh, honey. <laughs> it's that dreadful virus. Ooh, child, Miss Rona. Yeah, Miss Rona. We get a lot of questions about Miss Rona. And most of them is, um, is there anything I can do to keep from getting it? Um, what can I do to, if I do get it, what do I do? Or I have it and I, I want to get rid of it. And you know, we got two schools of thoughts here on this Rona thing. We got some people who are taking it seriously and some who are not. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but I think almost to date, almost everybody knows someone that has had it. Or who has unfortunately passed away. And 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 honestly and truly, if you want to know the truth, I believe that I got this back last year before they even identified. Oh, I know I did. Before they identified what it was. Uh, I think I had a virus. Uh, I remember when they started talking about the symptoms, I had some of those symptoms. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I had that in November for sure. For sure. And I mean, they weren't even talking about it then. And so it's a virus, mm-hmm. you know, and it's an airborne virus. It's, on an, top air, of that. it's an airborne virus. And, 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 and guess what? You don't have to die from it. Okay. Uh, you, it just depends a lot on your health. But we're going to give you some surefire ways to bulletproof your immune system. 
Yeah. This is what they're not talking about. They're not telling anyone how to protect themselves other than a mask. Right. Um, there are other ways you can protect yourself. So let's talk about how you can protect yourself from this virus, from catching a cold, or uh, this is cold and flu season. Mm-hmm. And not only that, these ways that we tell you will help protect yourself from other diseases as well. Okay? Yeah. So the first thing, and I got to talk about this, we have an immunity tea. Yes, we do. We have an immunity tea that actually contains the herbs that will help you. If you sip this immunity tea tea every day, Mm -hmm. it will help you because it contains some of these things that we're going to talk about today, which will help you, which is one of them is elderberry. Yes. I don't know how many of you ever heard of that particular berry, but that berry right there will actually, it can knock that virus down. So uh, let's talk about what's in the tea. Okay. Okay. We have uh, uh, turmeric or turmeric, however you want to say it, echinacea, elderberry, ginger, olive leaf, lemon peel, and noni fruit. Yes. And every last one of those. So you're getting your vitamin C in there. Mm -hmm. You're getting your elderberry, your zinc. You're getting those things in there because here are the four things. If you are not taking them, I advise you to find these vitamins, okay? Strongly advised. Very strongly advised. So, vitamin D. Yes. Oh, my God. We need that. As black women, we need that. Vitamin D is one of those things. First of all, it's not a vitamin. It's a hormone. Mm -hmm. Let me correct everyone on that. A lot of people don't know that. I know they don't. And But one of the reasons it's such an issue for uh, black people is because of the melanin in our skin. Yes. is We don't easily absorb, because vitamin D actually comes from the sun. Mm-hmm. And so if this free, by the way, you can just stand out in the sun. Now, a normal person can stand out in the sun for 10, 15 minutes and get that vitamin D and be fine. Because it's easily absorbed through the skin. It comes right through the skin. But, but as black people, yes. our skin actually repels. It does. And not absorbs. It's our mel- our melanocytes. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And yes. it keeps the vitamin D from absorbing into our bodies. And this is one of the reasons that so many black people are had quote more more having than, a little bit more serious of the issues. Yeah, I'm yes. gonna call it that dreadful virus. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, we call it the dragon. Let's give it a code name. Dragon. So anyway, that's one of the reasons that they had the dragon. And, and when they got it, it was so severe yeah. because the lack of the vitamin D. So you want to take um, high t- levels. What high are the levels, levels Andrew? Let, let me tell you something. You can't, you cannot OD on vitamin D. Just A lot of people think you can, but you can't. Right. Uh, I personally take about 30,000 IUs a day, mm-hmm. especially in the wintertime because we're in the Chicagoland area, Midwest, and we mm-hmm. don't get a lot of sun in the wintertime. Yeah. So I take 30,000 a day. You can also get those levels tested, by the way. If you go to your doctor and if you ask them to test your vitamin D levels, they will test it for you. So you can find out if you're low or high. But I, we're always going to be low. But we always low. <laughs> just, just assume you're low. And the doctor low. will tell you that. Yeah. Most time you're too low anyway. Yeah, you're low. And when you get vitamin D, get a good one. Don't yep. just don't go to Walgreens. And we'll just have pick, a link yeah, in we'll, the show notes yeah, we'll give to you direct good, you to some yeah. good quality vitamin D. And then there's C, vitamin C. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows about vitamin C. I mean, you know, you get that. But by the way, tell them don't don't go get no sugary drinks to get your no, vitamin C. No, 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 no. Uh, orange juice, believe it or not, is not the only way you can get well, vitamin C. Orange juice is, is loaded with sugar, so the sugar cancels out the vitamin Especially C. Especially if it's not fresh, squeezed, or pressed. Exactly. So and don't let 
I don't want to name names, but don't let some of these uh, uh, orange juice uh, sitting out there mislead you just because it says freshly squeezed. Yes. Does not mean it's fresh. (laughs) Yes. And uh, so, and then that's one thing. So you want to get some vitamin C, how much? As much as you can. Yep. (laughs) You can't OD on vitamin C either. either. Uh, Zinc is another one. Uh, You want to get some zinc. Uh, The zinc will help the C and the elderberry absorb into your body. So that's why you need to zinc. Zinc, zinc, High levels of zinc, and also if you feel like you're getting ready to catch a cold or something like that, and you take, you can up the dosage of all of this, and it'll go away. It'll help the cold go away very quickly. And of course, there's elderberry. Let's not forget about elderberry. Now, if you go into health food stores now, you see elderberry everywhere. All of a sudden, elderberry has showed up in every form, oh. in every form and fashion that you can think is, of. Is I saw some elderberry gummies. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, they done took elderberry and made it into gummies. Uh, but <laughs> these are your four powerhouses, okay? I'll give you a bonus. Okay. Oil of oregano. Oh, my God. We can't say enough about oil of oregano. Yeah. <laughs> oil of oregano will get you, will get you right. Um, there's been many a time before uh, the, the triple-headed dragon was out here, mm-hmm. and I would threaten to feel like I was coming down with something. I, I never really got sick like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I did catch that dragon, that was the first time I had got sick in a while. Mm-hmm. And I remember it taking me out where I was like, why is it that I can't breathe and taste? Mm-hmm. This is and my and my nose was stuffed, but nothing was coming out. It was mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. But what I did was I took a lot of oil of oregano before I caught the triple headed dragon, and before it was just a regular cold. When I would think I would be feeling something, two oil of oregano uh, pills, and the next day. I'm feeling brand new. Now, there is oil of oregano and there's oil of oregano. Okay. 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 (laughs) Now, I remember the mistake you made. We we used to try to take it straight with no chaser. Don't do it. it, it, Talking about, it'll open up your nose. (laughs) So I told told my, who did I tell? I told one of my best friends to do it. Yes. uh, To take it. And I forgot to tell her to put it in the pill. (laughs) And she shout out Simone. And she put it in her drink, honey. (laughs) I wouldn't hear the end of it. I said her. Of a failure. Please do not put that in no type of water, no type of juice. Just Can't take put it straight. in a peel. Yeah, you have to take it and put it in a veggie capsule, a capsule, or by the ones that already come. Yeah, they do in, have in one the, in the capsule. Yeah, there's. A, we're gonna put a link to the one that we like to use. It's a it's a wild crafted oil of oregano. It, it's strong. It's so strong. And I think we also we'll put a link down below in our show notes so that you can find the right one. But listen, if you do those things right there. Trust me, when you step out into the public with this dragon, you'll feel a bit more you'll confident. You'll feel a lot more confident, and uh, and and I and I want to I want to be responsible enough to say, listen, stay away from all these uh, these super spreading parties. Wear your mask. Um, still, people give to give people their fifty feet. You know, you can take all the herbs and all the things you want, but if you put yourself in environments where it's easy to to get, you, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. You know what I mean? You can bulletproof your system all you want to, but let's not let's not put ourselves in, in a compromised position to even have to flex this hard to get our immune systems to work overtime. So and, still and do the right thing. And I'm gonna say one last thing rest and no stress. Those are always helpful. If you get plenty of rest and no stress, you when you do those things and do some self care. And drink some water. Yeah, and drink some water. Of course, yeah. that sounds like it's normal, but a lot of people forget. Yeah, keep yourself hydrated. 
you don't have to worry about this little dreadful virus as much, okay? All right, so we're gonna. That's gonna be our last question for today. I think that's it, and I think that uh, uh, take us into a few other things. How about your honesty moment of the week? Well, well you know what? Uh, let's get into that. Okay. Do you want to bulletproof your immune system to fight viruses during cold and flu season? A cup of Be Well Immunity can keep the doctor away and keep that immune system at optimal levels. There are eight wild-crafted, organic, hand-picked herbs that will do just that. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off your next purchase using code WELLHONEST15. So my honesty moment um, is simply, it's it's very simple. I um, have gotten back into journaling. Um, I find that with so much going on in the world and so much going on in my head, uh, two things I did. One, I got off social media for a while. I took a a sabbatical. Uh, I still pop on for, obviously, Brownwood Wellness-related business and things like that. Um, And I'll occasionally kind of glance at a couple people things, but I give myself a 30-minute, maybe, maybe an hour window max to actually engage or look at things on social media. But uh, for the most part, I am not on there all day, every day like I used to be. And I don't post anymore uh, because I just didn't want to add to the noise. So what I've decided to do to combat that uh, that need to want to be always on socials is to journal um, and to put my feelings in a journal and or to, uh, I use it for prayer. I use it for manifestation, which is pretty much the same thing. Um, and I just, I, I use a different outlet other than um, absorbing everybody's feelings, thoughts, and emotions on social and also putting mine out there as well. So it's been the best thing. I, I think I'm going on month two now of a, a social break and I don't see myself really getting back on there on a personal note, probably until the new year. Well, it's funny because ours is almost very similar because my honesty moment of the mo- of the week has been to disconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, by the time you hear this, though, we were in the presidential election. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear anything. People were calling me, asking me. If they asked me, I didn't have a clue as to what was going on because I, dis- I disconnected. Yeah. Uh, my husband has a way of having every news channel on. <laughs> he has everything connected. And I told him, I said, I want to disconnect. I'm disconnecting from social media. And just tell me when it's all over. Yeah. And and I'll tell you something. I have never felt so calm. Everybody else was running around all anxious. Man. And I was calm. We are in the same boat. Okay. Because I, I had disco- never felt calmer. I was disconnected. And so I, I, I think that everyone should disconnect at some point. Uh, these phones that we have are always nearby us. Uh, social media, just disconnect. Give yourself a, a break and disconnect from the world. Go inward and you'll be surprised yeah. <laughs> at, at the level of calmness that you would have. That's you know, it, it was designed to keep you in a tailspin, in a loop. Yes. You know what I mean? We weren't yes. going to know anything until we knew. Yes. And so that reprieve of, uh, of just disconnecting, because I, I did it intuitively. And it's funny that we were in sync because I knew my mental health couldn't take all of that. Exactly. Okay? The, the buildup, the, the, I, I, even now, even with us knowing that we have a new president or whatever the case may be, I still am disconnecting from Absolutely. all the rigmarole because the fight is not over. So, yeah. And, you know, that brings me to the healthy tip of the week. That mm-hmm. is the healthy tip of the week. Which is? Disconnect. Yeah. Disconnect. <laughs> Disconnect, Honey, people. pull back. And it's harder uh, when you are so engrossed, but it's easy once you've done it. 
Yes. Like I don't even I don't even clamor to look at social and or to be on social like that. Yes. It was almost like a on autopilot. And yes. now it's on autopilot for me to be like, eh. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, that's going to wrap up this yeah, episode. That's it. Um, well, we love you guys. We love you to death. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.